Welcome to Next Level Greatness, the podcast. Around here, we'll be talking about all things expansion, going from good to great and from great to greatness. I'm your host, Barbie Collab. Get ready for your next level. Let's do this. Welcome to Next Level Greatness, the podcast. How is your new year going? I'd really love to hear from you. So send me a message and just share with me. How is your new year going? I feel like the dust has settled and I finally myself am once again dedicating some time to re-looking at my vision board. And today I'm actually going to do a whole arts and crafts session of my vision board, even though I created a digital one. Today, we're going to talk about money. I love to talk about money. And I know that it's a topic that stresses people out. And especially right now with increasing prices. But you know what? Now, more than ever, is the time to heal, to transform, to reframe your relationship with money. The other day, well, when my mom was here in town in for around Christmas time, we went to the supermarket, the grocery store, which is already a very expensive grocery store. And my mom kept commenting, as she usually does, and I adore my mom. She's 82 years old. She's a wonderful woman. She's raised two great children, myself and my brother. But definitely, she has old money stories, and she constantly talks about how much everything costs. And so when we went to the grocery store she kept saying stuff like, oh my God, I can't believe the tomatoes are this, or like, this is highway robbery and avocado that costs this. And I felt myself getting triggered in my body. Now I can afford the, whatever the tomato costs or whatever the avocado costs, but It was an old response. And so in the kindest way that I could, I just said, mom, stop. And she's like, no, but it's so much. It's crazy. And I said, I know, mom. And so I just had to manage myself. But why am I sharing this with you? Because even though I am able to more than afford whatever it is that I want in the grocery store, my body still responded. And so this once again, is the perfect time for us to really regulate our relationship with money and transform our relationship with money. I saw that for me, there were still some old wounds that were resurfacing. And I told myself, this is not my current reality. These are old stories that are coming up. And then I was able to just let it go. Today, what I really want to talk about, yes, I want to talk about money, but I want us to explore this idea of money and wealth being present in our lives to support our expansion, to support our growth beyond being able to pay the rent and being able to purchase whatever it is that is in our grocery cart. Isn't there 
any better time than now to really open up the pathways, the channels for money to flow in now more than ever. But if we are feeling strangled by money, if we're feeling suffocated by money, if we ourselves are strangling the life force and the energy of money, money is not going to make its way to you. This is why I'm so excited about this topic. So I am part of a mastermind. It is a new experience that I've embarked upon. It was actually the hugest investment that I've ever made in myself. And I had a little anxiety about it, but at the same time, actually I didn't have any anxiety about the investment. I had anxiety about, this is, oh my God, all the stuff is coming out. I had a little anxiety about sharing with my husband that I wanted to make this huge, huge investment. Well, I'll tell you, last year I invested close to double, well, I invested almost six figures in all of my growth. And before I made the investment into this mastermind, which was quite a huge chunk, I was nervous about telling my husband because I didn't want him to say, do you really need that? And is it worth it? I was just afraid. And I realized when I really looked within myself was that it was bringing up old money stuff for me of when I would ask my mom for permission and I would say, mom, I want to talk to you about something. I would ask, you know, for $20. And when I told my husband that I was having these feelings and that I didn't like having these feelings and that I knew that I didn't have to ask for permission. He was really just open, which was so beautiful. And then I said, I've just been feeling scared to talk to you about this. And you guys, when I met my husband, I was already making very, very high multiple six figures. And so it was just old patterning for me. And so I told my husband that I was nervous about this. And he goes, what exactly are you asking for? And I said, I'm just asking for support. And so we talked about it. He goes, okay. And it was so wonderful to be so open and to be so intimate in this discussion because I knew that there were old money stories for me at play. And our partners are supposed to be our life partners. They're not our parents. But what I've seen with myself, what I've seen with many of my students in my courses is that we tend to repeat patterns, either the patterns that we had with our father, the parents that we had with our mother. We bring that from relationship to relationship. And I saw that I was doing the same thing. And my awareness of it allowed me to break this pattern. And I was able to have a beautiful conversation around being supported. And so my husband, you know, he asked me how much this mastermind was. And I told him and he was like, wow, that's a lot. And he's like, why do you need this? And I said, because I really desire it. Because I really want to be supported. Because I support everyone else in my work. And I desire in this new field that I'm in of offering online courses, I want to be in the same room with women who are making millions, who are making hundreds of thousands of dollars per month. 
And I'm not there yet, but I desire to be in the same room with these women. And for that, I'm willing to invest and I just want your support. And he said, okay, <laughs> okay. And so I did it. And I feel like I broke a generational pattern right there. And I wanna celebrate that with you. So recently in this very group and mastermind of amazing, incredible, soulful entrepreneur women, someone had asked about starting a podcast and what that looked like and the process. And so I shared and I said, I spend the X amount of dollars for the podcast service. And it was more than everybody else was saying. And I felt very uncomfortable. And one of the other women noticed that this is a pattern for me, that the pattern is that I'm shy, embarrassed. I don't know if it's ashamed, but it's hesitant to share how I invest in myself. And something had happened where I said, oh, I would totally cook for you. And she said, oh, that's the sweetest thing. And I said, well, I was afraid to tell you that we actually have a lady that cooks for us. But because I care about you, I would be more than happy to cook for you. And I just felt really like, ooh, is that me bragging? So that was in a private conversation that I had with this woman. And in the group conversation, after I shared how much I invest in my podcast team, I had the same feeling of like, should I have shared that? And am I, is it too much? And so she said to me, she said, if I may reflect, offer you just a reflection. It's like, this is a theme that keeps coming up in conversations with you. And she said, I just want to tell you that it is so freaking inspiring for you, for me, for her, to see and to witness how abundant you are, how wealthy you are, how the universe and God is supporting you and your leadership. Oh, that gives me goosebumps. I'm so thankful for that comment. And she's like, what's going on? Have you reflected on that? And I said, I absolutely have reflected on that. I obviously if you know me and you've been listening to my podcast, um, and this woman, her name is Liz, she's just beginning to know me. I said, you know, I have done a lot of the work. Otherwise, I wouldn't be teaching courses like Money Magnet, and I wouldn't have been able to create the kind of wealth that I've been able to create if I hadn't really worked through many of my money stories. But this was a different rock or stone unturned. And that was this idea of humility, of not wanting to brag. But to be honest, it's also not wanting to be hated upon by people who are going to think that I'm bragging. I'm not into this whole privileged conversation because do I have privilege right now? Yes, I do. But you know what? I have worked for it. I deserve it. I grew up on public assistance. I grew up on food stamps. I grew up 
hiding, running outside when my mother would pay with her food stamps because I was so ashamed. And everything that I have, I have worked for and I deserve. So if anyone were to say like, you're so privileged, I would be like, yeah, and I deserve it just like you deserve it. And so I don't actually feel that I have to, well, that's not true. There's a part of me, the part that's talking right now, the higher self, that feels that I don't have to justify what I have in my life and what I'm able to do. But look at that. There is absolutely a part of me that does feel like I have to justify it, that hears my mom's voice, for example. And I love my mom. It hasn't, it's never about shame or blame that is saying like, oh, but you don't have to spend on that. That's a lot of money. Can't you do it yourself? And this is what I want to talk about. It's how do I want to be supported by wealth? How do you want to be supported by wealth? So yes, money is about having money is there to pay, help you pay your rent, help you pay your food and whatever school expenses, whatever it is, right? These are just living expenses. But I noticed several things. Number one, your having money, my having money, my having wealth doesn't take away from others. I know that abundance is present. The opportunity is present for all of us. And so my having X amount of wealth doesn't take away any of your wealth. And if you think it does, then I want you to answer the question for yourself. How does my having or someone else having take away from what you can possibly have. This universe is abundant. Number two, I realized and I had forgotten because I was afraid of being judged and the part of me that was afraid of being judged and being called privileged or, you know, seeing comments from trolls on the internet or me wanting to be humble right? Not to brag. I realized that by me not sharing about all the ways that I am able to be supported through money, through wealth, so that I can step into my leadership, so that I can be healthier. And I'm going to give you specific examples. By me not sharing, I have been doing those soulful entrepreneurs, those who want more, those you listening to this podcast, whether you are an entrepreneur or not, it doesn't matter. Wealth and becoming a money magnet, they're both possible. And so by me not sharing my reality, I'm not paving the way. I'm not showing you what's possible. And the opposite is true. Is true. By me sharing about my life, about what is possible, about the many ways that I'm able to be supported, I show you what's possible. I demonstrate what's possible. I was actually just sharing with my students in my course Unchained how rich people are depicted on in movies, in theaters, just in shows and on television, and how they come off as very cold and calculated and distant from their children and their relationships. And 
I thought, okay, talk about programming. Like this is the, the whether it's the news or in this case, the movies and television, this is programming and a stereotype of rich people. So why would someone that is not wealthy, why would they want to be wealthy? So they could be like the people that are awful and cold and ice queens and kings on TV, on the screen. Of course not. Of course, you wouldn't want that. If you think that being wealthy and being rich, whatever, we'll get into the, the, the distinction between the two, means that you're going to be someone that you don't even like and that other people don't like, then you're not going to want to be that. And so I'm not that person, I can guarantee it. And if you're listening to me, if you're tuning into me every week, then you know that. If you see me on social media, then you know that. There are days, most days, where I'm, I'm just... 99% of the days where I'm just super, super freaking casual, super, super, super myself. I'm not cold. I am a loner. I am a hermit and I am a teacher, but I'm not anything like the people on TV. And so by me sharing who I really am and my reality, I'm presenting a different model of wealth for you and for others. And that I see that as a responsibility and as a mission and something that I can stand by. And so that was that was a deep, deep revelation for me. I wanted to share with you the different ways that I invest in myself and that I allow myself to be supported. So yes, I have a podcast team. They edit my podcast. The way I talk is the way I talk, but sometimes I have dogs barking at the moment where I have to say something and then they have to edit that out. At time, it's very slightly edited if I say too many so, or sometimes I'm just pausing for like a minute because I'm thinking of the next thing that I want to say or I'm finding my thoughts, then they edit that stuff. They do my show notes and they do SEO so more people can find me. And most importantly, what they do is they, by having a team, it helps me stay accountable because if I didn't have a team, if I, I could do it on my own, I can absolutely on, do it on my own, but guess what would happen? If I had to do it on my own, it wouldn't get done because I have too many balls in the air and I love the accountability. And so here I was afraid to share how much I pay for this service because I didn't want others to think that I was being wasteful. And the people in my mastermind and my friends and my mentor were like, how much is your time worth? And I'm like, of course, this is how I am supported by the universe. This is how money supports me. And I, with pleasure, get to pay for that. So I was doing some of my expenses for 2022, just tallying up. And I was curious to see how much I paid in health services outside of insurance. And it was close to $20,000. I'm talking about for adjustments. I'm talking about massages and different therapies, functional medicine, practitioners and supplements, $21,000. And this was all elective. It's because I choose is what I'm trying to say. These are services, health services that I chose to support me in my health beyond having to go to the doctor. It's like, mm, I kind of feel like I need a session of acupuncture. I kind of feel like I need a massage. This is money supporting me in my health. For example, I have taken different courses. I invested in this mastermind. 
whenever I feel like it, periodically, I go to therapy. This is all a luxury. Yes, it's a luxury. Like if I didn't have the money, like back in the days when I had to absolutely just pay the rent and pay for food. And actually, I've always considered therapy a must. Even when I was in my late 20s, I invested in therapy. But that actually says a lot about we find ways to pay for the things that are most important to us and for us. But now I go when I feel like it, when I feel like I need a little tune-up. But I invested almost six figures in being supported through different courses, different masterminds, different coaches, because my dreams are huge. And I know that I will make that investment back tenfold. But by doing that, by being able to invest in myself through the different services that I have obtained, I am able to feel free. I'm able to have more time. I'm able to feel creative. You guys, if I had to do everything for my podcast and do all the show notes and the SEO and all that stuff, it wouldn't get done or it wouldn't leave me with enough time and mental space to be creative. And because I invest in masterminds and different very, very high level coaching, I'm able to see examples of how things are done. And I'm able to be inspired by women who are kicking butt in a way that inspires me and not in the old masculine, and there's nothing wrong with masculine energy, but in a way that is exhausting and that leads to burnout. And I'm so, so thankful to the universe that I'm able to invest in myself in this way that allows me to be free, to free up my time. I'm thinking of the cleaning service. Like when the cleaning service comes every week, I just feel like the house is so beautiful. My energy changes, the world opens up. And we had the cleaning crew come twice a week, but I don't want people in my house all the time. And so that just felt like a little bit much. So how does this relate to you? I wanted to give you examples of how money can support you in your life. Can you reframe this question that you might be saying to yourself, or it might not be a question like, why am I spending all this? Or this expression that you may use, like, oh my God, all this spending. Or something that I hear people say all the time is like, oh, I make money, but then all this money is always going out. Well, that's actually the point of money. Money is supposed to be exchanged. Money is supposed to come in. Money is supposed to flow out. And so instead of looking at things as like, oh, I'm spending so much or looking at throwing money away, can you reframe? And can you ask yourself this question? How do I desire to be supported in my life? Can you allow yourself to ask this question? How do I desire to be supported in my life? Like what kinds of, whether it's services through coaches or courses or therapy or hiring a cleaning service or, or getting a babysitter, how would that free up your time? And how would that help you with your health? Because I know all of these services have allowed me and my health to get better because I'm not constantly running myself ragged. And that is thanks to wealth. 
that is thanks to me working on my stories and my money, money moves really, so that I can become the person that I want to become and be supported. So money is a tool that is here to support you. It's worth making friends with money. I hope that this episode has enlightened you. I think it may have opened up something with you. So if you feel a little bit triggered, if you feel a little bit uncomfortable, I think this is great. I think this is great. This is a step. We're going to be talking about money in future episodes. And I want to actually invite you into the Magnetic Portal community on my Facebook. The group is happening now. It just feels more alive. It feels more vibrant. We can have discussions in that group. So I'm going to post the link in the show notes below. And then I also wanted to invite you to Unchained. It turned out to be a beast of a course of about 10 modules. And so you would have the recordings, but that's not a problem because right now it actually is a great time to work on your goals and to work through some of the stories that you have and to learn about manifestation. You don't have to do it in January. I'm actually enjoying this time right now because like I said, the dust has settled. So I We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love this podcast. I love you guys when you reach out to me and you tell me that something I've said has made an impact on you. Thank you so much. I'll see you next time. If you loved this episode and if you're loving my podcast, I would love for you to leave a review. They really do make a difference in spreading the word and having more people be impacted. Also, I'd love for you to join me in my Facebook community called The Magnetic Portal. You can find the link in the show notes. I'll see you next time.